Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Yao Kion, and today I am celebrating. I'm not just celebrating um, the kids going back to school today and the silence in this house, but I also am celebrating because it is this podcast's first birthday. Um, well, the week this episode is released anyway, the first episode was published on May 5th, 2021, and this one is coming out on May 2nd. So close enough. <laughs> and honestly, though, I really didn't think I'd make it this far as I am a self-confessed inconsistent person. Like I get shiny object syndrome. I get bored. I want to try new things. Um, so I avoided creating a podcast for some time because I felt like I had to actually show up and commit and be consistent. Yes, I have gotten pretty good at writing regular emails, but that kind of has the added obligation that I'm the email marketing person. So I have to do it because, you know, if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be a pretty good email marketing person. Um, so even though I love listening to podcasts and I found them the best way to learn new things, get myself thinking or just distract from the day to day, the idea of having something that I needed, that needed to be out every single week freaked me out and had me avoiding it for years. And it, it stopped me um, from doing it for some time. But one day I decided I had to put my big boss pants on and do something about it. And I am so glad I did. Um, it has been amazing for my business. It has been amazing um, just to have that core content out there. And as I reached this year milestone, I thought um, what would be interesting is to reflect on some of the things that helped me actually stay consistent and show up pretty much every single week for a full year. And so these are tips, while yes, I'm talking specifically about the podcast, um, they can probably be applied to all things in life and in business that you want it to, including email. So I might say some thoughts about how this can be applied to email marketing along the way. So let's get stuck into them, shall we? I think I've got about 10 different lessons. The first lesson was to start with the ideas. And this was all about getting confident. So, of course, one of the natural fears when it comes to going and creating content every week, you can think, okay, what on earth am I going to talk about? Am I going to run out of ideas after the 10th episode? So to combat that, the first thing I did was I just got out my notepad and I wrote out all the possible things I could talk about. And it was a long list. It was probably almost 100 different ideas. And I thought, you know what? If I've got over a year of ideas in me, and these are just ones that I can come up with off the top of my head or, you know, during that brainstorming session that went, you know, as I just came up with new things, I was writing it down. I thought if I can come up with that many, then I can definitely talk <laughs> about this and I can definitely create, um, you know, create a podcast every week. So this is the same with email as well. This is the first step that I recommend everyone go through when they're doubting, you know what, I don't have anything to send. I don't know if I can um, provide value to my list. Just get out that pen and paper and write down of all the ideas of the content that you can send. Lesson number two is understanding just how important it is to your strategy. So 
if creating a podcast was just something that I was doing because I thought it was fun, yes, it's a valid um, reason to do something if, if it is something you really want to do. But having some a big reason behind it um, and recognizing like, you know what, this will make everything else in my business so much easier, then all of a sudden the priority of it goes up. So having this podcast means firstly that I have something to email my list every week and something to post on social media every week and in, in my group and everything else. So it gives me something to put out there every single week, no matter what. So that simplifies that side of things in my business. It also gives me something to grow my audience. So because podcasts appear in like Apple um, podcasts and different podcast feeds, it gives a way for people to find me that's beyond just, you know, the other methods. It provides basically access to a whole other search engine and a whole other audience and people can get to know me pretty well. And it's also, of course, something to build my email list throughout these episodes. I mentioned signing up to different freebies and different things that you can access and it grows also and I can promote, you know, offers when I've got offers going on. So it gives, you know, it's, you know, the triple threat. It gives me so many benefits. And because of this, it saves me so much time with everything else. It means I don't have to sit there thinking, okay, what am I going to write, um, you know, to my email list this week? It doesn't, it means I don't have to put more effort into something else that will be more time consuming to build my audience, etc. So, um, yeah, just understanding how important it is to your strategy. And I probably don't need <laughs> to tell you how important email marketing is to your strategy and how it simplifies everything. Definitely check out even the first episode of the podcast to, um, to, to understand about how important it is, but really just sitting thinking, you know, why, why am I doing this? And then all of a sudden it'll go up that priority list. Lesson number three was to give yourself a head start. So initially, I batch created my episodes, so I batched them so I had enough space to get going. Yes, I released four episodes, I think, on the first day, um, and but then I also um, had a few more in the bag ahead of time, and I was, you know, a little bit ahead initially just because um, it was a new project as well. So I was leaning into that new project excitement before it got, in quotation marks, boring. Um, not that that's the case, but before it wasn't so new and shiny, so I just got as much out as I could initially. So just giving yourself that head start um, really, really helps in terms of just, you know, getting that momentum under your feet so you can start and it gives you a bit more space, some breathing room to stay consistent with it. So for email, like I recommend like batch creating what would be like your welcome series, but only publishing that first welcome email initially, and then maybe send out the rest of them slowly over a few weeks. So you could have like five weeks of content ready to go right from the beginning and then just gradually add them to your welcome. Lesson number four is asking yourself, how can I make this easy? And, you know, the temptation is there to be perfect, to have this epic plan, you know, to have the best thing ever. Um, and you just want to, you've got all these grand ideas. But you know what? I sat down, I thought, you know what? How can I make this easy? And obviously, a part of that is leaning into my natural skills and what I like to do. So, if I was going to do this, I did need to make this as simple as possible for myself. So, I made a few key decisions. The first one is no interviews initially. That just kind of in my head added this whole other layer of I needed to schedule things in my calendar, I had to have the forms, I had to do outreach, I had to have that communication going back and forth. It was just this extra layer. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Plus, based on my list of ideas, I didn't need help in coming up with things to send. 
The second decision I made was short episodes. Now, to be honest, I don't think I would be capable of recording an hour-long episode where it was just me talking without feeling like it was just, you know, would just put you to sleep. Like I am efficient, <laughs> anything but efficient. I will just get straight to the point and want to share things as quickly as possible. And that is just me. So that suits my personality. But short episodes means if it's 10, 15 minutes, I only have to find 10 or 15 minutes to actually record it. The third thing was no videos. So my VA said to me, like, you know what? You could create video, do it, like record this on camera and upload it to YouTube as well and get access to that search engine. And that sounds amazing, right? That sounds like, yep, okay, YouTube search engine gives me content to put on my YouTube channel and um, it, you know, means I reach even more people. The problem with that is I can't just show up like I am right now with my hair (laughs) wearing my hoodie and just doing it whenever. I would feel like I need to have my makeup done, that I feel like that I look, you know, half decent. Not saying that there's anything wrong with showing up as you are on the video, but I just felt like if it's for YouTube, I have to show up properly. So I said, you know what? No videos because I knew that would just put a barrier in place. So how can you make it as easy on yourself as possible? Um, With email, it could be, you know, saying, okay, I'm just going to do fortnightly to start with, or I'm not going, I'm just going to focus on sending out my blogs every week, or I'm just going to repurpose a social media post, or I'm just going to have something short and sharp and snappy. I'm not going to have, feel like it has to be this epic piece of content. So how can you make it as easy as possible? Let's just set yourself some, some boundaries and some ground rules just to give yourself a little bit of breathing room. Lesson number five is to get some support. So for me, this was twofold. The first thing was I went to learn the strategy. So I had a look around and read some blog posts, listen to some podcast episodes, etc. as you do. Um, But I actually went to Sue's Chadwick's um, program called the Bold Speakers Collective. So I had joined that. I had this whole section on podcasts and I hadn't actually, to be honest, I hadn't actually joined because of that. But that is actually the most used section of that program that I had really, really implemented. And just having that step-by-step guide, making sure you got everything in place. Yes. Could I figure it out myself? Probably. But just having something that was a go-to resource to help me out, really map it all out. Um, so that was really key. The second thing, you know, again, with make, the whole idea of making it as easy on myself as possible, I knew I didn't want to deal with editing or the tech and the launching and everything else. And I thought it would just stop me from doing it. So I did hire the podcast VA who still edits my um uh, my podcast today. And they also, they set everything up and they set me up with my launch plan. They helped me with the intros and outros and everything. So I just had to, they just told me what I needed to do. So I would do it. So again, that's accountability as well though. And I also enlisted the help of my own VA to help create, you know, the graphics and, and the bits and pieces of content there and the show notes. So at the beginning, all I had to do was sit in front of, come up with something, write, write a few notes, like literally my podcast generally are some just dot point notes. And then just talk and then send it off. Things have changed a little bit since then, but that's that's where I sit now. So with email, of course, this is where I'm going to say, like, if you want the support to learn how it all works, then definitely check out the email experience. Um, you can learn more about that at yaokion.com forward slash experience. Or if you did want done for you, like if you did want me to come in and just get your initial foundation set up, I do have my VIP days called the email intensive where we, we have five hours of me setting it up. 
or getting your systems all together. And believe me, there is a ton we can get done in that time. Um, So you can check that out on my website as well. Lesson six is about creating accountability. So first, there is the layer of expectation from my audience. Now, obviously, I've been releasing a podcast episode pretty much every Monday for however long. Um, There's this expectation there. So people are used to going, okay, when's the next one out? When's the next one out? So that kind of, you know, sets the stage a little bit too. Um, Or, but there's also the accountability of having that VA in place. So yes, it can seem like um, an expense to hire someone to do your editing for you or to even just publish the content for you. But the fact that I am paying for that means I'm going to do it. So sometimes if you know yourself that you're just not going to get stuff done, if you're paying someone to make sure that your content gets sent out, then do it. So with email, this could mean, you know, you have, you know, a VA in place that, you know, writes your emails or just edits your emails and and sends them for you. So that they just might need, you know, a blurb from you by such and such a day or a podcast or, or a blog post from you every now and then, uh, every week or every fortnight, just so it happens and you're paying them to do it. So it will happen. So creating accountability is super, super important. Lesson number seven is done is better than perfect. So let me be honest with you. There have been so many times when it was the day that I needed to get content through to my podcast editors. And I'm literally here rushing between things and just recording something on the fly. Obviously having my ideas list really, really helps with that. Sometimes it meant just reviewing old blog posts and, re- and bringing them to life. Or sometimes I pretty much knew what I was going to say. I just hadn't sat down and, and wrote the notes, but I just had to quickly hop on and record and get it done. And again, was it ever perfect? No. I also know myself that I'm not going to sit here, you know, doing multiple takes. You know, what you get listened to is pretty much what you get you know, what I record is what you're going to get. So um, just hopping in and doing it. And obviously having the shorter episodes really, really helped with this because it means I didn't have to find an hour. Maybe if I did make an hour long episodes, I might have to actually book a calendar appointment for it. But then it's so easy to put off right without having a hard deadline. Um, And sometimes that honestly meant, you know, it was when the kids were home and had to put them on their tablets and pray to God that they were quiet Um, And luckily so far, everything is good. And there has been one or two times where the podcast episode has come out like a day late and that's okay too. Um, So just remember, done is better than perfect. Don't feel it has to be the most optimized, amazing thing ever. Lesson number eight is breaks are okay. So this could be, you know, pre-planned. So like over Christmas, I took three three weeks off the podcast just because I was like, you know what, I don't want to batch episodes and I don't want to worry about um, creating them. So that is okay. And sometimes the easiest thing with those scenarios is just to communicate to your audience ahead of time. So, hey, I'm taking three weeks off. And what you can do, you know, say you could share in an email or wherever else, like, in the meantime, these are some of the most popular episodes to listen to, etc. Um, with email, I probably wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going away, you know, set, communicating, saying, you know, oh, you won't hear from me for a few weeks, um, you know, and here's some best of emails. Or you could, you could just kind of do like a recap kind of thing and say, hey, um, and just sharing what's going on with your life and saying that you're not going to be there. So that, that's up to you. With something like a podcast, I think it's more important. Like um, I've also got things upcoming, like we do have a family holiday to Ireland coming up, which we are so excited about. And I'm still unsure as to how much, uh, hopefully I'm hoping to pre-record a few things ahead, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And that's okay. Breaks are okay. Communication is important though. 
Lesson number nine is not to leave outstanding tasks. So you know the ones. So I try my very best and I am not 100% perfect at this, but when I record that straight away, I upload it. I put it in all the places. I write the show notes. I do the graphics um, because I now do them myself for the moment. Um, I write the email just in draft form and I draft up the social media posts. So it is all done top of mind. So I don't have to come back and I don't have that weight of the niggly tasks to come back to later on. So yes, I'll still have to actually you know, update the link and send send the email at the time. Um, but there's not like, I don't have to write the whole thing. Um, so don't leave any outstanding tasks where possible. So this means if you're writing the email, just take that extra five minutes to put it into your software and schedule it, or at least in, get it up to draft mode um, and have something there in place. And finally, lesson 10, if you do miss one, if you do miss a week or a fortnight, whatever it is you set your schedule for, don't give up. Don't apologize just keep going. Just dust yourself off and and keep going. So as I mentioned, to to date, I haven't missed anything apart from the pre-planned Christmas, Uh, but I have, you know, been a day late here and there just because things are going on. Um, So just keep on going though. And definitely, I will admit to missing a, a week or two of emails here and there, if not longer sometimes. You know, it does happen. And the key is just to start again. It's like when they say, like, um, if you, you know, fail at your diet, I hate that word diet, but, you know, people who talk about, you know, diets, it's not about, oh, I have to, um, everything's over. I need, uh, you know, I suck. I'll just binge on everything and feel guilty about it and I'll start again next you know, week. <laughs> and then next week comes and you don't. Don't make it one of those things. Just go, okay, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day or next week's a new week and just keep going. So there you have it. There's my 10 tips that have really helped me stay consistent with this podcast and hopefully you can apply it to your emails as well. So lesson one was starting with the ideas and getting confident. Lesson two was understanding how important it is to your strategy. Lesson three was to give yourself a head start um, by batch creating if possible. Lesson four is make it as easy on yourself as possible. Um, Lesson five is to get support. Lesson six is to create accountability. Lesson seven, done is better than perfect. Lesson eight, breaks are okay. Lesson nine, don't leave outstanding tasks. And lesson 10, if you miss one, don't give up, just keep going. So yes, consistency is important, but I wouldn't put as much weight on it as others do. Like others really hammer this home and say, you have to be consistent, otherwise your business would fail. I definitely don't believe that. I think the most important thing is just being honest with yourself and being disciplined with yourself and recognizing that if something is important to you and your goals, then you do need to find some way to do it. And if it's just consistently not happening, objectively looking at why not and seeing how you can fix it. And hopefully by following these tips and starting to make it a habit, and if you just get those first few done, it will start to get a whole pile easier. So thank you so much for joining me today and all through the year, whether you have been listening from the first episode or whether this is your first episode listening to, I am so thrilled to have you. And I am so looking forward to sharing another year of amazing content. And as you know, I've been expanding to interviews now. Um, I'm confident enough to add in that extra layer. And I'm also going to be going deeper into some of your topics. And of course, there's always some new fandangled thing going around with email. So I'm sure I will never run out of things to talk about. 
But I would love to hear from you about what your favorite episode has been so far or what you've learned from this episode, something you're going to apply or what you want to hear about in the in the next few months, year, whenever. Let me know over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.